Hello friend, uh, this is Wisdom Plug with Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. Even Jesus Christ had to grow in wisdom for him to fulfill his life mandate. So we're not saying that uh, we're foolish, we're saying that we ought to grow in wisdom. And that's why you must always be a part of this podcast. Tell everybody you know on the surface of the earth to plug in. The wiser we are, the better we live. All we're experiencing today as individuals is a sum total of the level of wisdom at work in our lives. And how the next few years will turn out is a function of the kind of wisdom at work in your life. So you've got to grow in wisdom. And Wisdom Plug is that place where you'll be able to grow well, you know, substantially in wisdom. We started uh, a, a discourse on overcoming discouragement, how to rise from the ashes of failure, and uh, we're saying that all men fail, but the great ones rise again. And for you to have joined this wisdom blog, I want to believe that you are part of that group of people that will rise again. Uh, and then we said that failure is another opportunity uh, to begin again more intelligently. Life is a series of new beginnings. Uh, we all have moments where we have to start things all over again. When we fail, it's an opportunity to begin maybe a relationship again or another job or another business or relocate to another city. But you want to do that more intelligently by learning from whatever set you back the last time. Uh, today we're going to get into some details of what leads to discouragement, just dissecting it a bit more so that people can understand. Uh, one of the main things uh, that lead to discouragement is um, the, the three Ds, okay? Um, delays, detours, and disappointments. Delays, detours, and disappointment. I realize that most times when we set goals, when we aim at things, we have this attitude of, fixing a time you know i'm going to get this when i'm 40 i'm going to get this by the time i'm 50 or by when i'm 25 i would have done this or in a particular year you just set that goal that by april of that year this would have happened or by december i should have crossed this and most of the time especially those big big things they do not happen at the time we uh, slated for it it can be discouraging. Not that um, we have a, a delay of a month or two. Sometimes it can be years. I remember in our, in our church, there's a particular project we were on. And we, you know, I remember scribbling down the goals, you know, at fixed, you know, just evaluating it. And then we fixed a particular date when it would happen, you know. And then you're, you're walking towards that. And guess what? It didn't take... It took more than three years before it was realized. No, no, that that those number of months—that's twelve months times three. Uh, that's thirty-six months. It wasn't easy. You just be discouraged. You wonder what went wrong. Will this will this particular project ever ever materialize at all? You know, uh, delays is one major reason why people get discouraged. And if you don't know how to manage delays you can create more problems for the future. For some people, it's detours. We also have this roadmap that we think, okay, I'm going to, you know, I've seen people that wanted to study medicine in school when we were young, and they ended up with another discipline. Not that the discipline is bad, but it was too far from what they thought, soil science. 
You can imagine that kind of detour. It's a different thing if you move from medicine to biochemistry. From medicine to soil science, detours do happen in life. You thought you are going to get married to a particular person and everything just went upside down. You're going to start courtship again with somebody else. Detours do happen in business. You have a business partner. You've arranged everything and everything scatters, you know. Those things are very discouraging. So we have delays. We have detours. And we have disappointments. Uh, we all get disappointed at various times. The one that is more daggering, you know, if there's a word like that, that daggers our heart more, is when people that we believe so much in, people that we expected much more from, disappoint us. Government people, leadership of a nation, your spouse, your close friend, your parents, when, when they disappoint you, it can, be, it can scatter you. And if you don't know how to deal with discouragement, uh, it, can, it can lead to something bigger. So that's why we're having this particular series on overcoming discouragement. I want to call it rising from the ashes of uh, failure. And another reason why people get discouraged, you know, you know why I'm going through this, uh, is the fact that just helping people to be aware of it alone starts your liberty. Just being aware that there's nothing you are going through that others have not been through before. Of course, we're still going to get into some details on how do I handle the delays, how do I handle detours, or when I'm disappointed in people, what, what do I do? Uh, uh, we're going to get into that, but let's just run through some reasons why people get discouraged. Uh, one of them is failure, you know, failure, you, ju- you just failed. Marriage failed, or a relationship just failed. The, the, your, the guy broke up with you, or the lady broke up with you, or business failed completely. Everything just went down, you lost all your capital, or somebody just duped you. Failure, failure is one major reason especially when it's repeated failure. Sometimes the first time, people are able to be resilient. That's okay. I'm going to give it another shot. Now, but then I give it a second shot and a third shot, and then it's repeated failure. Now, that can be very, very discouraging. Another reason why people get discouraged is loss. L-O-S-S. Loss of money. Loss of a loved one. A brother, a sister, cousin. A mother, a father, someone so close to you, suddenly out of ill health or accident, God forbid, or something, and you lose someone. That can be very discouraging. Another reason people get discouraged is fatigue. When fatigue works in, faith works out. You hardly can believe the best of life when you are tired. Some people are, as I speak, they're just they are discouraged because they're just tired. You've been up and down, up and down, helter-skelter in your metropolis, trying to get this hap done, trying to get this accomplished. You're just up and down. And then you're emotionally, emotionally down, starved, physically exhausted. Do you know that is a recipe for discouragement? So I hope those things and many others uh, are, are reasons why um, people... Um, get um, discouraged. And what are the effects of discouragement? Uh, loss, of, loss of faith. I've seen people throw away their faith because of an incident. They were so disappointed in that person. How can a clergyman sin like that? How can my mother do that to me? How can my, my husband do that? How can this happen in the church? How can this happen? And they just throw away their faith completely. And it's like throwing the, uh, uh, is it the bathwater, the baby with the bathwater. You don't do that. You don't tear your entire calendar because a particular month was bad. 
We have 12 months in a year, and then maybe a particular month didn't go well. You don't tear your calendar. You don't do that, okay? So you, so people lose their faith. They throw away their faith. Uh, those are the things that 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 uh, are the effect of discouragement. And I want to say this: discouragement itself is not the main attack of the enemy. It's a forerunner. Is a prerequisite to something bigger. In fact, when the enemy wants to launch a big, big attack on people, one of the first things he would set up is discouragement. That opens the person up for that um, other kinds of attack. Another effect of discouragement is compromise. People just want to take a shortcut. When it looks like they've missed it, uh, they want to just hurry and get things done, and they they fall to the trap of compromise. Uh, what we call shortcuts. And let me say this to you. A shortcut is the longest distance between two points. So calm down. Yes, you're going to begin some things afresh, but don't, don't allow the enemy push you into a compromised life. Don't compromise. Don't take shortcuts. As I said earlier, it's the longest distance between two points. You are going to elongate your journey. I've seen people had a relationship failure and then they just threw caution to the wind and said, I just go, I'm, I'm going to just date anybody or marry anybody as quickly as I can. And they just see the next guy or the next lady and start a relationship and then enter into a marriage that is hellish. They took a shortcut. Now, longer problems. The marriage is very devastating to them. So calm down, okay? Calm down. Don't, don't compromise. Another thing that um, discouragement does is to create health issues. Some people, you know, if you, don't, if you don't handle that discouragement well, the enemy will be after your blood pressure, either high blood pressure or low blood pressure or eating disorders. Some people, when they are discouraged, they just start eating anyhow, just anything out of... Just, just, just throw, throw caution to the wind. Just eating anything, and that will lead to some health crisis. And for some people, it's suicidal thoughts. The enemy overblows the situation in their mind so much, and the enemy begins to tell them, "You don't, you shouldn't be alive. You are worth not, nothing." You know, and 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 if you allow that to stay on. Uh, it can be very devastating. And if you're listening to me and the enemy has come to you with suicidal thoughts, away with those thoughts in the name of Jesus Christ. Away with those thoughts. You're not a failure. People have done worse things. People have messed up. People have missed it so much, yet God was able to gather them together and make them a success. There's hardly any great success that you see out there that they didn't have moments and moments of failure. Unfortunately, especially in developing nations, people don't share their stories of failure. So people just see their their success and they want to be like them overnight but if you sit them down they will tell you how they've lost money how they how they've been disappointed and how they've behaved foolishly at various times and yet you know in spite of those failures they were able to learn from it and now build an empire or build a great business or build a better life you don't you can't you know you know that, that was what happened to judas he felt that he had done the worst the the worst, worstest thing, if there's a word like that, and he felt he has no reason to live, and the enemy clamped on his mind and made Judas feel that you have, you have no reason to live, and he committed suicide. I pray that if the enemy is holding to anybody's mind under the sound of my voice, I break the power of the enemy over your mind, that discouragement, that, that, that heaviness over you, I command it broken in the name of Jesus Christ, the anointed one. I pray that the joy of God, the joy of the Holy Spirit will come upon you in a fresh manner. I pray that help will come through for you. Remember Peter. 
Peter denied Jesus thrice, almost equal to what Judas did. But Peter was able to rise out of the ashes of failure and became an apostle. I love that. So it's either you behave like Judas, God forbid, or you rise up like Peter. There are so many basilicas, so many cathedrals in Rome, all over the world, named after Peter. Maybe your name is even Peter as I'm speaking, or your cousin's name is Peter, or your dad's name is Peter. There are so many people uh, whose names are whose, whose name after Peter. This is a man that denied his master three times, but was able to rise uh, from failure. He learned from it, and he bounced back. You will bounce back. You must bounce back. And I'm joining my faith with you that as you step out out of this podcast, into, into your day, into your week, into your month or whatever it is, that ideas will come to you on the way forward. The next thing to do, the next step to take. You know, sometimes it's just one step that moves you out of failure and success. It's just one move that turns it around. I pray that joy comes over you where you are. The Holy Spirit is a spirit of joy. We come over you where you are and strengthen you from within and then you you know when there where, where you have joy and a, a kind of excitement your eyes become clearer and you can see the road clearly and you know what next to do but there is always a way out and there is always a way forward always remember that there is always a way out there is always a way forward in the next podcast we'll be discussing some other things that will help us overcome discouragement but i want to believe that you're already out of it with the little lessons you're learning so we just we just have some additions to it that will strengthen you fortify you not just for you to overcome discouragement but to be an agent of rescue for many others all around us especially this season of the pandemic to raise them out of failure into success the wiser you are the better you live don't stop plugging in to this podcast see you next episode bye for now